Hello again. This is John Pear. Welcome to episode 12 of my Pear's Poetry podcast, entitled Being Rather Old. The first poem today is the customary sonnet, this time for the birthday of a friend who is three or four years older than I, so rather near, nearer 80 by now. I don't have a date for it, though it's pre-2012. It's called A Sort of Sonnet for Paul. I cannot recollect how old you are, perhaps a comment on my age, or if ascendant or declining is the star of your vitality, but rather stiff must upper lip be kept, lest we should glimpse the length of tooth, the weariness of tread, the way in which suspected hair now skimps the covering of crown. I'm too well-bred to put the view that you now compensate with bristled chin and, yes, that upper lip, to hide some limpness for a thinning pate. But putting this aside now, have a hearty sip of something highly alcoholic. For a dime, I'll bet that you are in the middle of your prime. At the beginning of September 2014, I stayed with my daughter for a few days, on one of which I took her two older boys to one of those soft play centres, in this case called Jam Jam Boomerang, for some reason, in the sort of quasi-industrial building that has no sound dampening at all. It's called Grandpa's Lament. The noise just hits you like a ram, assaults your ears and hurts your head. We're at the place they call Jam Jam, with suffix boomerang, it's said. It is a play barn, and it's full of screeching children just before the summer holes return to school. It was different back in the days of yore. Back then, the kids would interact with mum at home or friends next door. But now it seems a proven fact that they can't play unless they're poor. For here we have the yummy mums partaking of their capuchins, while offspring slide by on their tums, all playing games when no one wins. I'm in it too, though on my own. The grandkids need some tiring out. I'm grateful they're just out on loan, but do they have to scream and shout? Is there perhaps a handy box, suggestion slips, a tethered pen? Some ear defenders for this toxic noise would help just now and then. The children love it, it is true, and run off energy in jewels, mid-colours orange, green and blue. I'd love a quiet game of bulls. This is the modern age, of course, and I'm a dinosaur, it's true, but I feel I've been in the wars. And if you're honest, so would you. The next one, under my heading Nature, I wrote in August 2020. I can't remember what the lockdown situation was exactly, but Caroline and I were only about six weeks short of our wedding and very uncertain whether it would be able to take place. August rain. Today all is grey and muted. Sightlines are across and around the falling rain and drops congregate on the stems and leaves of flower, shrub and tree. There is no sun to make those drops sparkle and split the light into its component colours. Mostly it is still, though sometimes a breeze stirs the foliage and a few droplets are shaken from their temporary perches. We are past the point when trees may be sheltered under, 
for fallen moisture is already too heavy to remain in place, even with the slightest movement. They came to clear the garden yesterday, a day of sunshine and brief showers. They cannot realistically continue their work today. Attempting to trim the hedge would cause heavy showers to rain down upon the worker and the grass is too long and wet for strimming and will cause the cord head repeatedly to bind. The forecast is better for tomorrow. The fourth and last poem today was written when I was abroad in March 2012, in honour of my youngest granddaughter, Hadika. Sandy and I timed our trip out to Sri Lanka, where Tim and Yaz were living, so that we could arrive about a week after Hadika's due date. But Hadika had other ideas and hung about until we'd been with them in the flat they'd rented in Colombo for almost a week. It's called Him to Hadika. Welcome to the world, Hadika. Right now you're a little squeaker, but you'll moderate quite soon. Sorry you were kept inside there. Were you quite content to hide there? Are you like us or the moon? We like you a lot, Hadika. Glad that you weren't any weaker for your longer stay inside. Outside seems a little scary, and it's right you should be wary, as the world seems very wide. You are suckling now, Hadika. One day you will use a beaker, so don't run before you walk. Your small lungs are getting practice, and we all know that the fact is, in no time you'll start to talk. You're a bright spark, dear Hadika, and no doubt you'll be a seeker after knowledge, after truth. You'll be brought up well, we know it. Perhaps you'll also be a poet through your childhood and your youth. Of this we are sure, Hadika, you will never be a geek, a nerd or other sort of fool. You have got a start to dream of, travelling sure to be the theme of life for you. It will be cool. You'll find out, minute Hadika, as you grow, something life bleaker than it really is in fact. If you ever get downhearted, turn to those who haven't parted from their hopes. Is that a pact? I'm clearly something of a seer, for after some time in Sri Lanka and a few years back in London, the family is now living in New Zealand, at Dunedin on South Island. She couldn't have travelled much further. She's now coming up 11. That's all for today. Um, there will be another one along in a week's time. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it and will enjoy those in future. Um, do realise that if you've only recently come to know of this, you should be able to access all 12 episodes, including this one, at any point that you like. Thank you. Goodbye.